is up, everybody? Welcome back, Muse Me TV. Episode fucking hundred and something. We don't keep track anymore here. There's so much. We don't know how to count that high. So much fucking shit going on. Thank you for joining. Yeah. We're here with Dennis. Dennis in the studio. Dennis, everybody. I love this song, dude. It's a great song. Yeah, of course. I wrote it. Wrote it. <laughs> that thing is amazing. That's a masterpiece in itself, dude. That shit took me. I see. That's the shitty part about it, though. Is like, I took a long time for that song, like taking bits and pieces, making it working it how I wanted it to, and then it became good. But then to have the other song like Labyrinth and KTB, which are I feel are still really good. Yeah. But those came out on whim and like jamming sessions with Ogie uh. and them too. So it's kind of weird how the dynamic of music works, too. I can work really hard on a song and really put the time into it, and you can tell because it paid off. <laughs> and then you can tell when you have fun with a group of people and you get shit going. And because, yeah. Yeah, because those other two songs. It's just really that vibing hit. and all that other stuff. But hell yeah, man. Uh, I, even if you guys don't know this, I've actually played in a band with him a few times. He was probably... I, I don't want to say he was the first uh, person I ever had a band with because the first people I ever had a band with was yeah. Paul and this guy named Chris Cruz. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Way, we played in, in the lunch. No, see, so you're already... You're or was that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, That's before. You, I don't, I'm not trying to catch you in lies, Dennis. No, I was talking about... Remember when we did the performances at lunch and you had that dude that... <laughs> ever, what's his name? Everybody called him Hitler. You guys... And then he... Anyways, I don't remember. You really don't remember that? Not that we had a like a whole show. I was playing by myself, and then you jumped like on the first lunch. I played by myself, and then the second lunch, you're hey man, can I come in and play with you on this song? I was like, fuck yeah, you can, and like you did, and then like we just jammed out. Like that was the first time we actually ever jammed out together. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Again, I barely remember. Uh, but the first band I ever got with was with Chris and Paul, and we did the middle school talent show. Because uh, where did you go to middle school at? I wasn't even here. I yeah, was see. All over the place. I was in Los Lunas at that time. It was Los Lunas High School or the middle school. Yep. So that was, uh, that was a pretty fun experience. Uh, but then not even two years later, I ended up playing at the Los Lunas High School with this guy. So just yeah. goes to show the dynamic of music and all the people you meet because of it. <clears throat> Even though I still I don't remember, but you tell me all the time that we met on the testing class. Oh yeah, that too. We met at I don't remember. We had this school testing and like we were just like tapping our feet and we we're all, Hey, <laughs> you're a metal dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he came up and he gave me a guitar magazine. You're like, you might like to read this. So I was like, Oh dude, that's what's up. Thanks. Yeah. It was cool. I don't remember, see. See? That's what happens when you have a ski accident. <laughs> a bunch of babes on you, though, right? They're like, you know, when you get in a ski accident and you're just in the lodge and they're just like, oh, my God, what happened? <laughs> and you're sitting there like, oh. That, that actually happened while I was being airlifted. They're like, oh, my God, what happened? A bunch oh, of hot, my God. A bunch of hot chicks are probably just so into it. Uh, so give us a little brief intro of who we're about to go online with and who this person is. Uh, I see his name is Corey Hall. Obviously, you're you're the paintball dude, and you know all about this. <laughs> well, who is this guy? 
what what do you know? How do you know him? And I'm gonna ask him the same question anyways, just well, to catch you both in lies, because we're interrogating you fuckers. Oh my god, oh no! And I'm even gonna ask him too. I'll be like, yeah. Do you know Dennis's penis size? Whoa. And if you both say something different, then I know you guys are true friends. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. No, uh, I, yeah. uh, Corey, he's, a, he's been a good friend of mine for a while now, honestly. Um, we played together on Elevation in like 2017, 2016. Dope. And um, it was before I had my stupid DWI incident, which I didn't even get charged for, but I got my license taken away. Yeah. And like that whole thing prevented me from traveling as much and a lot of other shit for a few years. <laughs> um. Anyways, so Corey, he's been playing on the Elevation team. He was on the semi-pro team, and like they actually made their spot onto a uh, the pro line. Okay. And so, or into the pro, you know what I mean, brackets. And they did pretty good the first few tournaments, and then, um, you know, not. I wouldn't say horrible, but. They weren't able to make it past two and two, um, and so go on to Sunday. You know what I mean? But their first two tournaments, they made it to Sunday, which at the time, like, no rookie team before had ever made it to Sunday. You know what I mean? So it was a big thing for them to do. And then that didn't do it once, but they did it back-to-back times, which um, recently this team, Aftermath, came, and they got (laughs) third place, which everybody was freaking out on. And then the next tournament, they got last place. So it's like... Holy shit. At least Elevation has made it to Sunday twice. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of other new organizations haven't... Like, the other teams that were with them took them a few tournaments, like, to get to the Sunday club. But, you know, they were consistently good, where Elevation had a really good spark and kind of fizzled out. Uh, Damn. Yeah. So how long... Oh, well, I'm probably going to ask him as well, too, but he's been playing for quite a while. When did you meet him? Um... Like I said, the first time we actually formally met and, like, talked to each other was in about 2017, 2016. Okay. I went to, like, a Elevation tryout, and I played really well and just started playing with them ever since. And, like, me and Corey kind of just connected, like, right away. And we I was always playing on the same side with him and always protect, like, not protecting him, but, like, playing his uh, back player and, like, helping him move up the field and stuff like that. So, um that's how like we grew our relationship <clears throat> and in fact there was this time where i went to this ironman tryout and i just went because i was like fucking you know it's todd my well todd martinez owns raza and it was it was his team and i was like or it is his team yeah his that he's coaching i was like might as well just go have some fun you know Dope. and so i showed up and right away he was like all right I want you to shoot these guys. And he gave me a list. Like, he just pointed out a few dudes. And he was like, if you can't shoot these guys, don't even think about playing on my team. So then I went out there and ruined those fuckers' day. Let's just say that, dude. (coughs) But for the majority of the day, I didn't even know. But, like, Corey Hall was there. And I was like, what the hell are you doing here? So we started playing together. Nice. You know, we started killing it. Um, Corey actually didn't make the team that time, which I don't know why, because he was, like I said, killing it. And... But I was playing a little bit better. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'll have to bring that up. <laughs> no, uh, but you know, which worked out for him because that next season, I, I saw another. I saw a fire in Corey. Okay. You know what I mean to like prove motherfuckers wrong, and then they like in semi pro he played really good, and then they made it to the pro bracket and like playing in pro with elevation. You know he was able to go out and show a really good season. You know and. 
that's why he was picked up. And a few other players were picked up by, you know, good pro teams because that's what happens to the lower pro guys. Um, like the lower pro teams, like, you know, they get picked up to bigger franchises and stuff like that. Yeah. If the, like sometimes the franchises can't survive that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, start playing something different. Yeah, so. Ah. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get ready and start to call him. Do you want to grab me a, a, a blue moon in, in there, bro? Yes, sir. Grab me one of those bad boys, and we're going to go ahead and give Corey Hall a call here, here sir. Let's see, uh, let's, see if he, uh, let's see if he picks up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, fuck this. All right. <laughs> I thought it would be way cooler than this. All right, here we go. We have Corey Hall on the line right now. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Dad? Yeah, nice to meet you. Say what's up, Dennis. How you doing, Corey? How's it going? How's it going? Let me get my uh, my headphones in. Let you do that. No problem. Let us know about the audio as well, too. We, we're can still you hear us fine? Kind of working on that. Yeah, I can hear you guys perfectly fine. Let me get. Oh, these aren't even the right ones. Hang on. I want to take a shot Ooh. for you, Corey. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's we're coming out of this bad boy. <sighs> <laughs> so what my D little what is up uh i am the guitar guy thank you for joining uh we're about to go live now and talk with uh cory uh so it's gonna be fun uh again uh what's up man how's it going cory hall from team iron man yeah thumbs up i can hear you guys dope that's what's up man we can hear you what are the odds of that well, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, this is uh, this is just a podcast where we have random conversations with random people, and uh, I know Dennis from high school, and he's just like, "Oh, hey man, I know this guy, Corey. He's sick at paintball. We need to get him on the podcast." And you know, I was yeah, like, man. "Let's do it." So, what's up, Corey? Dude, not not much. Doing, I mean, yeah. Cheers. I like it. I like that you guys got a beer too. Uh, not much, man. <laughs> trying to trying to survive COVID like everybody else and trying to save my sanity and not be too cooped up how's how's it been how has it been with covid and the whole paintball scene because i mean i i live with dennis and i kind of see him do it a little bit but it's probably a little bit different where you're at a little bit in your location yeah it, it, it was really strict uh california's been really strict obviously um we've, we've been quarantined and a little more strict than than other states but most paintball completely shut down pretty much all camp paintball completely shut down uh, after Vegas, which for us sucked, winning the first event and not being able to play at all. Um, but they, they just recently started to open up uh, a few fields, probably within the last month, probably two months. Are you there? So it's it's good. I okay. know some of the Florida guys are Texas. Is, Texas and Florida guys kind of got spoiled, and they're able to play a little bit more. But uh, we're, we're finally getting back out on the field. It's nice. That's dope. Heck yeah, man. And uh, how is it? Is it more like just the location with the people not allowing you to or just more of like the, the laws that are being placed more with the government and stuff? Uh, it's it's more so just the, the laws in place, having that many, many people around. Um, and then Victory Paintball Park, where, where my team Ironman usually practices, we're actually on Camp Pendleton, so the military base. So for that, there's a little bit more strict guidelines and, and different things that need to be followed. So they're not fully up and running yet um, or having anybody there. Um, you know, they're still maintaining and everything, and they're ready to go once the time comes. Um, but unfortunately, they got some. So what's up with that? <laughs> oh, no, we're having some bad internet connection there, unfortunately. Corey, I'm sorry about that. Yep. 
Um, we'll get him back on. Uh, there are you is. there? There, there right. he is. Corey, can you hear me? I'm losing you. Yeah. yeah. Same here, <laughs> See, this is the yeah, problem. I can kind of hear you guys. There's no video though. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, we're turning off the video anyways. I'll turn it off just so it gets some better quality. There you go. I'm out. So, just to recap, um, where he practiced Victory Paintball Park, it's on Camp Pendleton. Unfortunately, they do not um, allow people yep. on the base right now. So, like, unless you're military, you can't get on. Okay. So it's probably like a big screening process and everything too now since it's barely opening up, right? Um, there is not even. Uh, they don't so even for let Camp you Pendleton, no. Before there was, but now there's there's not. Completely. There's just, not a kind of a screening process. It's more so the only people that can go on are if you're sponsored by a military personnel. So they have to kind of escort you on and say, wow. you know, so and so in this car is with me, and then they can bring you on. Yep. Oh, that's. Crazy. Or if you if you go to there's like a there's a visitor center you can also go to, but it takes. Depending on when you go, it can take anywhere from 45 minutes to two hours or three hours to get a pass that, that's able to go. But even now, I think they're a little more strict with that. It's And then even the soldiers can't even go like 100 miles past their own base. Dang. So it's kind of crazy, dude. That's intense. Well, I mean, on a lighter Everybody's note. Everybody's restricted. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, how long have you been playing paintball? <laughs> oh, man. Uh... <laughs> 15 years now since i was about 15 i would say i i think i might have played the first time or or knew about paintball or had a gun maybe when i was 14 but i don't think i actually played at all or or kind of got into it until i was 15 that's dope and how was that experience like did were you hooked right away you like i knew this is what i'm gonna do i knew i'm gonna try to get better than everyone else or was it just like eh, a hobby and then it got more serious yeah i i for me, it was definitely at the beginning. I was definitely drawn to it, though. Um, just I think competitive nature. I've always played sports growing up as a kid, um, and that that was just one more sport that was kind of added to it. And so it, it definitely kind of slowly took over. It wasn't something that I just went instantly gung ho into, um, mainly because of finances. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't sure. have money to go every weekend buy a super nice gun, so I kind of bought a used gun. I think I. Bought a Spider E Spirit at the time, uh, and 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 would go out once every few months. So how I was buying paint, and it's you don't you don't understand back then, but I thought I had to have like the best paint. So I was going out to this field and buying like seventy five eighty dollar case of Ultra Evil to shoot out of my two hundred dollar Spider, which can't handle it. So yeah, so I was save, essentially saving up money for paint that I shouldn't have been shooting in the first place. But what I was doing is essentially my, my school would actually offer free peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> if you didn't bring lunch money or you didn't buy lunch. And so I would keep my lunch money <laughs> and go. stash that and then eat peanut butter and jellies all week. And then when the weekend came, I was able to buy a case of paint. There you go. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, and and started, uh, working at the, started working at the local field, 23 BPS. That was an amazing field. That's nice. that's the home field for Arizona way back in the day, yeah. and started kind of working for them one day and get another case of paint, and then play the next day. Nice. Got to do what you got to do. Yes, sir. That's always cool too to think uh, to think to get into the industry. Kind of just got to like kind of do all the stuff that it, that it involves, like not only paintballing but working at the field, yeah. learning all the equipment, like getting mm -hmm. getting really into it. That's awesome, man. 
you know, yeah. roughing people, yeah. making I, sure I they're safe. Definitely say everybody's, yeah, every, everybody's journey is definitely different, right? Some people have, you know, they come into it with resources or people or coaches, whatever the case is. And it's true. And, and some people don't. It just all, kind of all depends if you continue to have that drive and the support and push through all that. You actually moved out to California for a better chance at this, right? Like you used to live in Phoenix and then yeah. you moved to California because yeah. you wanted to play pro. Like that's yeah. f- fucking awesome. Is that where it's at? Yeah, that, that, that's where that, the hot spot's exactly at? How I, uh, I mean, for, for me being in Arizona, uh, Elevation, you know, NXE back in the day was, was always kind of the team to look up to. Um, and when I got on the team, you know, for, for us in Arizona, that's that's kind of it. You know, we, we were the best team in Arizona, which at the time it wasn't saying much. You know, we played D2, and then we moved up into D1, but we weren't doing that well in D1 at the time. Um, but we kind of built on it and, and pushed, and me moving out to California was, was definitely for the, the opportunity to go pro. You know, we have Ironman out here. We have Dynasty. Other teams come out here to practice, and whether it was, you know, just going out to the field to try and get noticed or, you know, hitting teams up, I thought coming out here was going to be my best chance to do it. And it was kind of a reality check because I, I moved out here and started going out to the field. And I would be the only person at the field. I thought I was going to come out. And, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I came up in, in paintball and hearing about, like, California paintball. And it's just like, oh, there's a bunch of teens. And, you know, when I was coming up, I went to, I went to Raza a couple of times. And we came out and visited. And, you know, that, that's when California was the, the mecca of paintball. And, obviously, that's, that's – changed to you know texas and, and east coast but yeah it, it was just very different i expected to see a bunch of teams out and there to be pros out at the field that i'd be able to you know rub elbows with and talk to and you know play and it was me on an empty field by myself every, <laughs> weekend. every now and then dan would hit me up and, and he would come out but it was it was very different it was it was not what i expected and uh, the the journey to pro was definitely different and longer than I expected. I honestly, I wanted to come out, and I thought I was going to be able to to do my thing and get picked up fairly quickly. And that was not the case. But it was also kind of a reality check on the amount of work and how serious I needed to to take it if I wanted to, you know, get to that next step and be where I am now. Nice. And that, yeah, it's all that dedication and hard work. Because I mean, as far as I'm hearing, it's just like, oh man, I don't. It's going from, I guess. I mean, you did establish a little bit in Arizona, right? You kind of played a little bit there, kind of uh, learned some faces and stuff like that, and then kind of knew where you're transitioning to. Oh yeah. And then yeah, yeah that yeah. That... So I, I mean, I played out in Arizona for my entire career, pretty much. I've been out in Cali for five years now. Okay, so that's more a little bit more recent, but you've still been there for a while. Yeah. What's a what was a, the the last major thing that you did or played before the COVID happened, or what were you expecting before the COVID happened? Uh, you cut out a little bit. What was I expecting before COVID happened? Yeah, like uh, we're, as we're, far as like the season or in general. Yeah, like what what was coming up that what you were super prepared for, getting ready to do, and then all of a sudden this hit, and then all of a sudden maybe it was like a little bit of a. Oh well, we'll put it back for three weeks, and then all of a sudden it turns into like a whole six month thing. Like, how how does how is that? Yeah, it's oh man, it's just intense. I don't know. Tell me, tell me about it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely put a damper on things, man. I mean, for us, like I said, we we won the first event of this season, and I think nobody expected us to win. Some True. people expected us to do better, um, but for us to to come out the way we did and and pull off the win and 
and then for it to just come to a complete stop, it it kind of sucks because we we were very prepared. You know, we 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 had put a lot of harder hard work and effort into that event, and then obviously all you want to do is carry that momentum into the next event. You want to go back to practice. You want to get out, get out to the field the next weekend. You want to get back out with the squad and. And you want to start putting in effort, especially, you know, the, the saying always goes, it's hard to get to the top, but it's harder to stay at the top. And I know all of the other, you know, top teams in the league don't think that we necessarily should be there. And, and they're definitely coming at us harder than <laughs> they have before. And so that that's kind of like a good driving factor at the same time, though. And we were kind of excited about that and excited to take on that challenge and also prove that it wasn't a fluke. And, you know, we deserve to be there and our hard work paid off and, you know, the name on the back of your jersey isn't everything. It's it's the amount of heart and effort that you're going to put into it and buying into a program and everybody being on the same page. Yeah, I want to go into that a little bit too, man, because you guys not only won that tournament, but you guys pretty much dominated everybody you played. And the game plan you guys had, like you guys executed the game plan like to the T, you know what I mean, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, having the uh, Nick Sloviak and A-Rod added to the roster was a huge benefit for you guys, along with that new... Um, yes, definitely. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pete, what's his? What's that new dude uh, also uh, from? Peyton? No, uh, well, Peyton is a cool pickup, too. Uh, he's the guy from the like Southern... Gosh darn it. PJ, DJ, something like that? Mm. LJ? LJ, there you go, yeah. LJ. The snake player? Yeah. Yeah, 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 (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. But yeah, he... he, That man's a beast. He was killing it. And like you were killing on the Dorito side, you know what I mean? Like he came in, he came into his his true form in Vegas, man. It was it was awesome to see. It was really Parrish. There you go, LJ Parrish. LJ had yeah, LJ Parrish. I think I think that was something that that LJ has honestly always been capable of and has has always had the the skills and kind of the confidence and and know how to do but before he his his biggest kind of thing was always his survivability you know he's he's a rocket and he's small and he'll be up the field before you even know what the hell happened you yeah know? but you need somebody behind him. out of those spots and yeah. i think he really yeah and i think he re, he really found kind of that that happy medium to where you kind of see, saw it at the events to where he would he would pull himself back in, in situations where usually he might just kind of push forward into a, into a situation and either get shot out or get into a bad gun battle. And he definitely played it a lot smarter, a lot more methodical when he needed to. And I, I think he just – he came out and stunned him, man. It was, it was awesome to see. He's, he's one of the ones that always stays at my house every weekend when we have practice. And so we're, we're kind of always talking about playing and, and different stuff. And so to see him stunt and, and come out like that and have an event, it was awesome. Hell yeah, man! I mean, like, and that's always good to see your your like. When I was watching you win it, dude, I was like, "That's my fucking boy right there, man!" Like, I just wanted to go give you a hug, man. Like, <laughs> nice. Was that uh, event like broadcasted yeah, or anything? Yeah, it's broad. Is it, you know, like as far as paintball goes, it's like uh, yeah, on Go Sports. Yeah, on Go Sports, and like it's broadcasted like live, and like thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people watch it. Yeah. You know, and like. um it's like the biggest league you can play in, and you know, like to win that event is huge. You it's know? like big notoriety and stuff like that. Yeah, you get noticed. And so, uh, like you know, yeah. Well, World Cup, is World the Cup is the biggest. The I mean, biggest, but like the biggest one. <laughs> but like you know, when it comes, and then like you know, you, but you got other events. But like you know, when it comes to like paintball, like when you win in an XL event, like it's it's good work. You know, especially at the pro level. Okay. So like yeah, and like. 
um, as I was saying, like they were, you know, pretty much walking, not walking over teams, but like the cup, you know, the way they were executing their game plan and the way they're like, you guys were executing your breakouts and stuff like that. Like, and then, um, setting up those attacks, you know what I mean? Like beautiful, man, like straight yeah. up beautiful, you know? And then how you guys were able to hold off the Russians and they're like, you know, cause like the Russians are very famous. Like, all right, you're up four or five points. doesn't fucking matter. If they have three minutes on the yeah. clock, and they're going to score the nine points. we had the whole time. Yep. Yeah. That, that was the mentality we had the, the whole time. It didn't matter how much time was left. It didn't matter. Even, the, even that, that last point that started 54 seconds left and yep. they got a penalty and we ended up winning. Even going in that, only up two points with 50, over 50 seconds left That's, against Russians, that is not a guarantee whatsoever. So at no point did, did we think we won it until literally the it, last, it yeah. You know, dang, that's one of those close games, like so, right at the buzzer kind of thing. Besides that moment, because you're on the field when that happened. Besides that moment, when did it cross your fucking mind? Or like, holy shit, we're about to win. What? Like, no, never, never, never. I literally heard it from this until, and because I'm literally still sitting there, even when time's ticking down, and I was the last one. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking it through and counting the bodies. <laughs> I knew Karslov got the penalty and a body came through the middle and I'm like, okay, that's at least four. <laughs> and so I kind of knelt down and I'm sitting there to just like listen to see if like anybody shoots at me and I'm kind of peeking around and I kind of stand up and like, you know, rotate around a little bit and then heard somebody from the stands just say it's over Iron Man one or it's over you won Iron Man or something along yep. those lines and I just lost my shit and ran down the field and <laughs> I, I even talked to, to Jesse and a couple people afterwards. I felt silly about it to be honest, running down the field. Hell no, man. That's your first pro win, win bro. I did, against, I did it when I played Revo too and even watching that like it feels silly because I'm not the person to like run down the field. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah if you're pretty conservative. Happens, kind of, I'll go and hang the flag or I walk off and I'm, I'm calm about it but it it just took over and yeah, <laughs> I lost a, it. That's a lot of hard work. Yeah, man. it's an excitement, dude. That excitement, that adrenaline's all building, and then right when you hit, I bet you right when you hit it, you're just like ah, like oh my <laughs> god, dude, like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's, the crowd definitely has an influence because as soon as I heard the crowd, <laughs> the crowd, my body was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot like, that. Like that happened. Yeah, dude, they're I'm going like, crazy. They lost it. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah, yeah, I could just imagine. I, I can't. I can't even remember the whole me, me like skipping down this. I don't even remember skipping down. The <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was see, and that was just a that was an intense game too because that was back and forth at first, and then you guys started to pull away, and I was like, all right, that's typical kind of Russian play, and then like they're gonna come back, they're gonna come back, and yeah. like those motherfuckers, you know what I mean, like. But then, like yeah, I said, man, you guys were able were to hold it. off that normal, attack. Normal Russian fashion, they were they were doing it. If, if they didn't get that penalty, they they had that point, and they would have had that point with at least thirty odd seconds. Yep, and then that's left, enough time for another point. Up. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, that would have been a third point that they scored with not much time left. <laughs> even more in their way, start putting the thought into our mind that exactly we might blow this or we might lose. But for us, we also never had the kind of the mindset. I don't think that okay, this is ours. We won. It's, it's over. We got this. It was like let's fucking just keep fucking up. fighting. Yeah, behind our guns and figure this out. <laughs> game time. Yeah. Literally game time. Bam. 
What was your favorite? What was your favorite point of that tournament besides winning? That winning point. Uh, my favorite point. It's when I was playing ten, man. Probably, right? I know. Probably, I know you were watching. Probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. yeah. No, honestly, it's it's probably when. Nick won the one-on-one against Archie. Ooh, is, is my favorite point because yeah. that that was such a huge point and such such a momentum shift. That was and such a huge point for Nick alone and 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 beating X Factor. That you know it's kind of going down and and we're in the pit watching it and you know the points not going in our favor whatsoever and they kind of start pulling it back and Thomas gets a good kill on Rainey and then we thought he put a ball on Archie and we're kind of watching. And we're like okay and. Nick just hits a nasty jump shot, like <laughs> fucking seven feet tall. So it's not really a jump shot, but it's a little, it's a little pop, pop the top shot on him, and just Nick's Archie's hopper, and 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 we win. And you can tell, you can tell Nick was super happy about it, and and it felt good. And I think that just kind of kept carrying on forward from there. Dope, heck yeah, man. So now let's rewind about three years to. The original Ironman tryout. How did you feel during that time, and how disappointed well, were you for original Ironman tryout? Yeah, how disappointed were you when you didn't get called up? Um, I mean, I was I was definitely disappointed because at at that time, I in my mind, I thought I was good enough to play. I, I I thought I was good enough to compete. I thought I could walk out on the field and and I could do damage and I. I could be the person that they needed and tryouts honestly was, was a wake up call because you know, I, I did my job. They, they put me as the two on the D side and I, I did my job. I communicated, but I didn't do anything to change their mind of who they were already looking at or Mm -hmm. change their mind of adding another player. Like for this last tryout, Peyton came and stunted, you know, we, we didn't necessarily need another player, but for Peyton's talent and his age and, and what he's capable of now, that kid's going to be a beast. So it, it it's beneficial for us, beneficial for, for him to, to snag him now. And, you know, for me, it wasn't the same case. It, it, it definitely, it, it took some, some growing and, and some maturing, to be honest, to kind of push past that and see that, you know, it, it wasn't for, for Todd or, or the Ironman or anything to, to not pick me up. It was, it was me. I didn't, I didn't play well enough. I didn't, I didn't come out and play strong enough to, to take the spot. And so I took that to heart, and I, I, I started practicing, and I, and I started drilling and, and putting in more work and, and time. And, you know, like I said before, my, my pro journey isn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to come out and get picked up, and, you know, odds may have it. Elevation ends up we get our pro spot that first year, and, and kind of domino effect or dominoes fall how they do, and we're, we're here I am now in Ironman, and we won the first event. So it's kind of crazy and yeah it was disappointing at the same time but you kind of look back and it, it got me to where i am now and i can't complain yep i mean i hear that and that's like i said it builds character that kind of stuff builds character you know what i mean i thought you played play, ah i thought you played pretty well myself um but like i like you know we both knew who they were looking at going in there um and there is you're gonna have to do a lot right. to change those people's minds about you know what i mean picking somebody up because they were looking for yeah. a yeah. tall center player, and you know what I mean, like a, f- a fast little agile snake guy. You know what I mean, or like a, just a fast mm-hmm. agile yeah. attacker. You know, and so 
unless you yeah. can meet that criteria, you know, which, you know, credit to Todd, he gave me the chance to. I mean, people just play a little bit better than you do. And that's just where you learn, you know what I mean? But I still feel like we fucking killed says me and you man <laughs> <laughs> dope <laughs> i remember it was, it was a fun day it was a good practice and a fun trial regardless we got we got to play a lot of paintball so it was fun it was a good day it was Anytime a good day play with you we don't get to play that often because you're out in, you're in new mexico now or yeah yeah man so i want to start coming out to california yeah. now yeah. we're gonna see i went farther yeah i know i know what the heck no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come out now if I were you. We can't do nothing. No, oh, I know. We'll just <laughs> Once sit. Once everything calms down, you should come out. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, see, and that's the other thing too is like, so you also like, um, gosh darn it, where was I gonna go? Oh yeah, so the ED. What is it like the electric carnival or you know what I mean? Like the. Uh, do you still go to like the EDM shows and stuff like that? EDC. EDC and you know what I mean? Like no, to be honest, I I used to. You, you you know I used to, but I I kind of got burnt out on on. I hear you, dude. We were, we were going a lot, and and they're expensive, and especially EDC I think is just entirely too big for the venue now, being a raceway and it just being a gigantic circle. Yeah, I man. A few years back, the last time I had gone, um, and it was just a gigantic Foster Cluck. May twenty twenty one and twenty three. So I, I don't want to deal with that anymore. I I don't I don't want to be smashed up against each other constantly, and so. Yeah, I kind of swore off of it, but now being in quarantine and going nuts. He wants I to do it. it. You're on so, people. <laughs> 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure one I'm sure once one goes up and and everything kind of comes. They already have a date. I'm looking at a date right now. Is They have for a, a festival? Yeah, they have a date right now for uh May 21st to the 23rd, 2021, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Good lord. Let's go, guys. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Vegas. It's Vegas. That, that is one thing I will not go back to do. I will not go back to EDC, but I'm down to go to a different one. Yeah, I'm man. not going back to the Vegas desert. There's cool little, like, 7 a.m. That's awful. <laughs> There's cool, like, beach ones. You know what I mean? The recovery for that to. is, like, two weeks. Definitely. And then I'm, the, I'm 30 now. I can't, I can't be. I can't. I can't be recovering for two weeks. We're old men, dude. Oh too much. God. I'm just kidding. Come no. on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I want to come home, sip my beer, relax. Yep, I hear you. No, I didn't mean to put you on the spot or anything with that question. The reason why I was asking that though is because I have a funny joke that I'm working on. It's like you're good. Um, <laughs> the reason. All right, so like you know when they cancel EDC, then like people started rioting. You know what I mean? I thought that was pretty funny. Like within like a few weeks, but it's just a joke. I'm working out. Who knows if it goes? Probably won't. I'm putting that away. <laughs> I'm just putting that away. It's a thought. It's a thought. It's a thought premise. Hey, but, uh, Corey. So, what are you doing right now? Like, what's going on with the whole COVID situation? Like, how are you at least kind of keeping up with the practice? Are you kind of leaks? conditioning a little bit like i'm pretty sure paintball kind of puts a workout on you right you gotta yeah. keep everything going yeah and i mean in it's funny marcelo and i were talking about this the other day because you can go and work out and then and and you know do cardio and and whatever but then you go out and play paintball and it's just very different right your, your breathing's different you're you're running around you're you're diving you're sliding you can't you can work out as much as you want but you can't necessarily prepare for playing paintball like that unless you play paintball every day like the russians do 
That's um, so true. But that being said, I'm definitely still trying to do something, at least at home. Um, I've been trying to hike a lot lately, which has been nice because my plan this year was to, to venture out and and see and experience more of San Diego. I've been out here for over five years and still haven't experienced that much. <laughs> Or hiked all that many different places, so that place is I, so I huge to get out too. This year and, and try a bunch of different restaurants and see some different beaches and hikes and go to and a bunch of comedy clubs. Point. Go to a bunch of comedy clubs. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the other <laughs> thing too. Open right now. I got to. I got to do a virtual ticket or something. <laughs> that's so <laughs> dumb. It's oh, don't do it. Never mind. Just wait till everything reopens. But yeah, experience. Like, have you ever gone to comedy shows and stuff like that? No, not not here. Well, I went to one that was at uh, the Paula Casino. I want to say it was Jim Jeffries. Okay, but that was a long time ago. Oh, okay, no, you got to go to the nitty gritty. Like, but no, I've not, I've never been to like the the local comedy clubs go. or anything like that. Yeah. I know there's actually some really good ones around here too. Yeah, yeah see, that'd is. be dope. Oh man, I've always wanted to go to the uh, the West to go check all that shit out because there's so much good comedy out there, man. Like that's the like again, that's the place oh, yeah. to be for being. For doing what you want to do, that's so crazy <laughs> to think about that. Like yeah. even, even for paintball, you went out there. I mean, it's a huge yeah. leap. I mean, and then like so, and that's the other thing too. So, uh, where's your favorite? Where is your favorite city to go to for paintball tournaments? Favorite city? Go five seconds. You're taking too long. Oh man, that's I. I I'm gonna say Chicago. Oh, that's Chicago. my favorite Chicago's spot always too. Fun. Oh, it's always fun for us. I love Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's it's always a fun event. We always end up in downtown Chicago and, yep. and having a good time, either after the event or you know you get knocked out, whatever the case is. And yep. it's just it's a, it's a good time, you know. It's it, it's kind of funny. Every every single time I go for an event and tell them like, oh, I'm going to Chicago, and then they're like, oh, where are you really going? And it's never <laughs> Chicago, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, it's outside of Chicago, but it's but it's Chicago. So everybody's like, oh, you're on Chirac. Oh, be careful. I'm like, dude, I'm in like downtown. It's like going to downtown San Diego or downtown Texas. Yeah, like everywhere. They say that. That's like here. That's like going down It's always a good time. Yeah, it's always. I love Chicago. You know, and like the only bad part of Chicago is literally like a three, four, five block area. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's for the most yeah. part, it's really good and it's really fun. They have great freaking food there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's oh, like yeah. a little taste of New York City without going to New York City and dealing with like millions and millions and millions of people. <laughs> That's cool. I, Jesus. I, I don't, I don't know if Chicago people would appreciate what you. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. But you know, don't eat the pizza at Chicago. I think, I think they might fight you for that. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel at least. Like, cause I like Chicago a lot, but like, it's not overwhelming. Like, if I were to go to New York City and like, I have to like, yeah, holy fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, and I've I've never been to New York. I've been to Buffalo. I went to Buffalo oh. a long, long time ago for the this the NPPL seven man that was what? In Buffalo, New York. Dope. But I don't consider that Buffalo. I did have the best Buffalo wings I've ever had. Go figure. <laughs> in Buffalo, a place called Duff's. <laughs> The, the best wings I've ever had to this day. Best, like the sauce, crispiness, everything about it was the best sauce. Dope. Okay, okay. The best wings. Favorite restaurant on a trip to go to then? Favorite restaurant. Here we go. I'm, I'm not going to say restaurant, but usually we, it used to be like Thai Asian food, especially on oh, Elevation. Okay. They, they made me branch out from being this picky little white boy. <laughs> anything that like go to no matter where we ended up. 
Thai, Chinese. I'm trying to get orange chicken if you have some sort of orange For chicken. For real. And, you know, on that team, we went to so many different Thai spots and Korean barbecue and Chinese and Japanese. And it's and surprisingly and good. I would still be very, very picky and kind of held back with what I ate. But then all of them would be getting all kinds of stuff, and I'd try it here and there. And definitely kind of, kind of got me to branch out. And now in California, I live in Mira Mesa which is a, a very big Asian food area, um, which kind of works out perfectly because I, I absolutely love, love Asian, Asian food. food. So I think Asian food in general, Thai food, Chinese food, it's that's the go-to. Dude, shout out to Hao. He just won a freaking tournament last weekend. Oh, nice. Hao won a tournament with DMG. Yeah, What's with up? DMG, they crushed it. 6-0. 6-0, oh. oh, dude. I, I, I didn't dope. know a tournament was going on. Because you guys weren't invited. Invitation only, dude. Yeah, no, oh yeah better things to do right now you know let's we gotta we gotta support him let's delve into let's dulge into that dude because like i love a rod and like actually my first time ever meeting him (laughs) we like we're just sitting down talking about music you know what i mean and like we're actually talking about our band and i showed him our band and he was like holy shit you guys are actually really good for metal band and like He's he's a guitarist. Nice. He's really good. Yeah, and, he'll, he can talk about music forever. It's that that's something you can tell he's he's truly passionate mm-hmm. about and, and invests a lot of his time into. He's and you know he's he's honestly a really great guitarist. So nice. I w- and he's been coming out with some really good stuff he lately. He's, he's he's very talented. This guy's I better. Mean, look at though. what he's able to do in paintball, right? If if you take Slap. that same type of that same right. type of focus and, and drive and put it into something else you're passionate about, yeah you're going to get really good at it. Yeah. I mean, and that honestly, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, a, he's one of the best players I feel in the world. He's been one of the best players in the world for a couple of years now. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so for him to MVP put... MVP of the last event, can't really argue it. I mean, shoot, dope, man. Yeah. Shoot. Especially if you, you get that recognition, yeah. right? <laughs> you get the recognition for, that you for, see it. For one event, at least, statistics don't lie. For Let's say it, dude. <laughs> you guys are fucking world champs. <laughs> World champs! There it is. Iron Man are back on top. I'll take Vegas champs. <laughs> I'll take Vegas champs. No, I'm I know. Just... that until next season. We'll, well see. That's interesting. I wonder why you guys weren't like invited to that Invitational, and like nobody knew that tournament was going on. I know there's a tournament it, going on in. Uh... It seemed. It Go. seemed like more of a practice of of teams that were in, ah. in the area or could make it. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of turned into uh, a tournament. And I mean, why not, right? If 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 we can, why Might not? Well. Any any amount of paintball right Might now well. that we can play, that we can have content for, that we can have video for and put out, the more the merrier. I, in my opinion, I I don't care what it is. It, if we get invited or not, I I don't care. I think all the the ultimate shootouts, the pro tours, this now, um, kind of everything that's all the all the paintball that is able to be played now. I think it's a positive. I think it's a plus. I just want. I just want to be a part of it at some point. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> dude, it sucked. Because paintball was straight up shut down for two months or like three months and some. And some other places it wasn't shut down at all. But like, that fucking made me think. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what if like this sport dies because of this stupid ass coronavirus? And it's like, I never actually had that thought in my head before. It it couldn't. The, uh, the, there's there's the, enough the there's enough money in it and people right. in it that that support it and want to see the the sport continue. Because as long that, as my kid is change and it, it, it and 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, dude, I can't yeah, there, wait, there, wait there, to, there, to there's see. There's definitely people in it that, that will make sure that the sport doesn't die. It may change from what it is now, but it, it, it won't die completely. Especially the way all the other sports are just going with the whole, like, uh, secluded, like, only the players can be there yeah. and everything else is virtual. Dude, that would be easy for paintball. Yeah. We do that anyways. I know. like, they're, they're, <laughs> Dude, especially the way that the medium for different streaming services are. I don't know if you know about like Twitch and stuff like that. But like, dude, why don't they, they can broadcast yeah. whole paintball tournaments on Twitch. Like, it's so amazing. They do do that, but it's not as good quality as Go Sports. Oh, really? So. But let's talk about Go Sports real quick. They're not as good as PB Axis. Tell us about Ghost Sports. I, this is the first time I'm hearing about Ghost Sports. <laughs> Dang, name, name name drop with PB access. <laughs> no, so 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 Ghost Sports is the the broadcasting essentially network is is what it would be for paintball. They have a, a webcast that you pay a monthly subscription for, um, and essentially that 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 goes to them being able to put on the broadcast for us, right? All of the production, all of the the staff, and and everything that they do. They have statistics that they. Take and yeah there's there's definitely a lot that goes into it right so it like uh, twitch would be great but twitch you can also watch for free right yeah. and you know streamers get their money off subscriptions and and different stuff like that whatever the case is but inherently if you can watch something for free you're you're gonna watch it for free and so they they you have to have some sort of revenue and and, and profit coming in to not only pay your staff, but to continue creating a good product and a solid product that people are going to continue wanting to pay for and continue wanting to watch. Yeah, and, and that, that's the goal, right? In general, for our sport, is getting more and more people to watch our sport, whether it's new people to the sport or people who have been doing it. As long as it's out there, as long as it's available, we're doing something, right? Yeah. We're, we're getting the content out there. Then it's just, you know, what happens next? What what else can we do with that content to continue to grow the sport? Well, that is, I guess that is the beauty of it being online, right? Is because it can be broadcasted in so many mediums. Like, I know you have the exactly. ghost sports, but there's still like links from like a YouTube link or like a YouTube channel yeah. where you're just like, you know, the clips mm -hmm. of these highlights yeah. and stuff. And ghost yeah, and ghost sports puts out like a, a, you know, from the event, they put like a weekly, here's, you know, yeah. the, the top, you know, this week's top match from last event and they'll put it on YouTube. Yeah. So some is, you know, readily available. It's, it's like any type of advertising. Yeah, it's the yeah. same for all of them for bring, across like it's bring the clientele in. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same for all of the sports how they do it. Like NBA doesn't pull a full game on there, but they put the highlights of what happened last night. Yeah. You know, so you can kind of like, hey, if you want to actually mm -hmm. check it out, go to NBA.com and you can actually <laughs> see it there. But here's a little bit of highlights just to yeah, get you going. Exactly. And you know yeah. the thing about here's goes, some highlights. Go to NBA, and then you get to NBA, and they're like, "Oh, it's seven ninety nine. You would pay that, right? Just to watch your favorite team. God, I know. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I know. My grandpa does. He loves basketball, so he pays for that NBA <laughs> Pass subscription. So I know there's yep. people that pay for the entertainment that they're looking for. And you know, and this, here's the thing about mm -hmm. Go Sports. I really like the vision of Go Sports and how they actually make. They're bringing like a more of an ESPN feel, and like kind of bringing in like clips and like highlights of like different teams. And like, I like the way th what they're doing, but like I also feel like they can have better. And I was actually arguing with this, uh, not arguing, but talking about this with Nick Sloviak. I feel like they could do be different angles and better angles to show what's more or less going on on the field, so like people aren't like cutting back and forth like between. maybe showing the d side some love exactly dude what's up with the 
I would have to see the angles, but uh, I get what you're saying. Like it's then, probably so only like three, three or four, right? Behind it. I don't want to hear your reason, reason Corey. Behind it, I don't want to hear believe. it. And it's so like for the snake side cameras, it's looking in, right? And the snake's on the other side. Yeah. So the snake side camera's looking in. When you're seeing the other side of the field, you're seeing the stands. You know right? what so we it looks mean? good. You see the stands on the other side. So if you if you're putting out if you're putting out footage of the event and you're looking from the snake side this way, snake side's immediate, and then you see the other side, you can see the stands full, it looks good. If you switch it around from the Dorito oh, side it looks and empty. look at the other way, it's not as appealing. Like, yes, to us players, ah. it's great, right? And obviously, I, w I want some video love. I want to be able to, to you know, go back and, and, and see, and I want my family and friends to be able to watch me play. Well, then you know what we need? But go it stands yeah, I mean, on both sides, If, if they dude. actually come to the event and sit in the stands, you can see me. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I was there for you, dude. Don't you don't you start that. But I get I get what you're kidding. saying yeah, exactly. though. <laughs> I mean, I to be honest, like it, yeah, I mean and any any video is good video and it, it kinda helps me be sneaky over there anyway. Yeah. People don't always know what I'm doing. Exactly. So. Well works. you know what they need? They need people with cameras in the middle of the field just laying down and okay. like Okay, with, with that, the, around. They're, they're, I'm they're, just kidding about that. Yeah, so I, I always actually had a, an idea for go sports for them but it it's obviously it'd be a lot of money that went into it and the hardware but i always thought like because i have a the the r7 camera the oh yeah camera dude i agree gun. with that 100 percent. and i have like the first gen one and even even the second gen one is skinnier and even less noticeable okay and my thought was how cool would it be to say have all of like go sports like the just generic you can go in and watch for free and then if you wanted the premium package right everything's about premium premium snaps whatever you want the premium package you pay for that and then each pro player has a camera on their gun and if you pay for the premium package you can actually go through and change between players i like that idea. and choose the camera of the pro player that you want to watch and you could see out exactly what they're seeing and what they're shooting dude i have so a say you want to go better to idea than what you have aside and see from a gap or you can go to the specific person. Okay. I have a idea. A lot that goes into that. I have an idea, dude. You know what? You know what? Because you just threw out your idea. I'll throw out my idea for free. For fucking free, dude. So, you know what we need? I went to a NASCAR race one time. And, like, you can buy these headphone things where you can listen in to, like, the teams. And, like, listen into the drivers talking to each other, right? Well, we need oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Listening to the pits or something. Yeah, and like you know, like here's the thing: is we need to grow kind of with the times a little bit, right? Why is it such a bad thing now to have like, let's say, Todd Martinez has he's the only one that has a microphone, and these are very like these. This is a closed circuit, like my like you know what I mean, communication system, right? So. Uh -huh. And then it's only between the five people who are on the field and the coach, right? So he can, like, whisper. He can, like, not whisper, but talk to you guys a little bit. But, like, he can't tell you what, in a sense, like, the positions are, in a sense. Anyways. So, I like the idea. So, essentially, it's the same exact thing as you think about NFL, right? The the coach has, you know, his mic, and then the, the quarterback has one, and then the captain of the defense. And then they, they get cut off after right? a so certain they can hear piece. Each other yeah. And communicate. And then right at, I, you know, 10 seconds or five seconds, whatever the case is, it's something specific for the NFL, but the, it, all communication gets cut off and then they're going. But see, right? essentially we have that. Now what happens is... We have the is, money or technology I to know. do it, to provide it to teams, so we just scream at each other. Exactly. <laughs> but see, what would be tight is like... You got to improvise. 
if you had that, and then like it just cuts off your earpiece, but it keeps your mic on, so you can listen then to your favorite teams talking to each other. You know what I mean? Like you pay. That'd be cool. You, That'd be cool. You pay. Although, oh, that we we say some things that aren't that appropriate. That's true. And yeah, so true. they're, they're going to have to screen us probably. No, darn. Because there's going to be little kids watching. 18 or and older. I can't, I can't always hold it back if I'm on the field. You know what? Fuck my idea. Okay, wait, wait. Here's a question. Uh, so uh, with all this, with <laughs> hey, all, I said it was a great idea. <laughs> with with all the video, que- with all the video that goes on and stuff, do you guys like review other players to see like their tactics and stuff, to so you can get better like advantages in your guys's gameplay? Um, I mean, we 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 definitely we plan accordingly, right? We we didn't have the same exact game plan against Revo that we did against Russians. So you're you're kind of watching and and seeing what they're doing. You're scouting. You're seeing their plays, seeing who's playing, the the, the consistencies and the patterns between them. And we kind of knew. Luckily, we practiced Russians, right? So there there's that, but there there's also just knowing the players and knowing their tendencies and and different stuff like that. And, and that's that's a big piece that that kind of goes into the the prep work of of each match, you know. Okay, so I uh, so you do kind of like you, not only do you guys watch like footage and stuff like that, but you also observe within the tournament as well. Oh yeah, very very much so. Because like we have the webcast, it, which is which is awesome, right? Playing playing pro, you get to have the webcast, you get to go watch it. You can you can watch the same exact yep. breakout over and over again to make sure you know exactly where everybody's going. But at the same time, you want to watch people in person, right? You, somebody could be having a rough day. Somebody be, could, could be doing something specific that you pick up on. You could see somebody tweak an ankle, right? And then you end up against Ooh. them in a one-on-one later on in that day or, or later you know on the next their left day. And you're like, fucked. okay, well, I just watched him tweak his left ankle. I'm going to try to go left or I'm going to try to go my right, his left try to get him to maybe not favor that ankle or favor that ankle and, and see if I can use it to my advantage. Wow. So there's, there's definitely different things other than just sounding or watching games that you, you can kind of take into play. Obviously, let me just disclaimer, you never want to see anybody get hurt, hurt yeah. whatsoever, but there, there's different things that, that you're going to see out there that you could use to your advantage. That's dope. Okay. That's pretty sick. That's, I, I didn't even think about that. That's actually really cool. And you know, that's actually something that uh, Mike Urena said in a podcast the other day was the uh, difference between pro and not being pro is like you get to observe and know your enemy yeah. a little bit better because yeah, yeah. of the fact that you have hours it is, and it's hours. It's honestly just, just breaking down the information more. And Mouse was honestly a huge person for, for me that got me watching footage more. Yeah, I, 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 I've had my Go Sports membership for a while. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't watch it all that much. Um, and he, he was a big, big person to, to kind of push me to do it because because even how, how long, you know, I don't know his career exactly, but I, you know, how long he's been playing at this level yeah. at, at, at pro and how many God, times he's won, you know, it's, and, and to still have that, that drive and, and that, that, yep. you know, just that hunger. Of, to be of the best. You could ask. Not even just I remember we, we were best. at practice one day. Uh, we were just at Camp Pendleton, and he literally goes, somebody brought up, they're like, oh, do you remember when this player did this, and they got in a fight, and then this happened? And he goes, oh, yeah, that was Chicago. Oh, wait, these two teams at the fifth <laughs> point. Da, 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 and I was just like, what Damn. just happened? Like, it, it was literally like Rain Man for paintball, like history for points and stuff. And he just dropped it. I was like, I, I want to be that level. Like I, I want to be able to go back and like know what's going on. And so started watching more film, 
Yep. And a player it, like it, him is going to be hard. It definitely helped because you go out and it, it also you go out now and it's like, okay, if we're playing Dynasty and you go out and it's like, okay, you shoot Ryan off the break, that's key. You don't just call, you know, G1 off the right. You, you say, say Ryan's Ryan gone. off the right because yep. you know necessarily the position that he plays or what he was doing for the event um, and kind of his tendencies where he was filling. So you kind of know the gaps and the, yep. the, the different things that are open for you to do yep. if that specific body's out. Because you know which job needs to be filled so you can prevent that job from being filled because Ryan's mm-hmm. gone. You know what I mean? And like, yep, exactly. Or take advantage of that job not being filled. Dope. That's yeah. That's you know, and it's amazing. Like you know, you that happens at all different levels of paintball, but like more specifically with pro because you have all these guys like you, you know you can observe hours of, and like a lot of these guys they play in the pro level for, unlike NFL, like a pro shelf life is usually like five years. You know what I mean? Like six years. You know, whether they're bouncing from team to team or like consistently playing on one team, like the average player will play for six years. You yeah. know what I mean? Some of them will go for 20, 25 years. Uh, Alex Rodriguez from X Factor, he's been playing for over 20 years pro, and he's over 55 years old. Like, what is oh, he? Martinez? Like, yeah, Alex Martinez. I'm sorry, Rodriguez. Can't believe I said that. Sorry. Alex Martinez. Owner 29 of years young, dude. After that, 29, <laughs> that guy 29 years young and still going. Still going strong. That's crazy. Dude's amazing, you know, and like I watch him and I'm like, it's yeah. like, I need, I like. That, that's the love for the sport, though. You know, I, I want, I hope I can be 55, 50 years old and still playing paintball. Holy crap, you know what I mean? Like, just the physically, physical ability to play at that age, you know, let alone playing pro. Yeah. Like, that's, and at this level, he he yeah. he, play, he played point. He, they played him in Vegas. He played points in Vegas. Yeah, he played well, and he plays well. It's not that he's just out there because he's the owner of the team. He's out yeah. there. And he's stunting. You know what I mean? He's like, doing. No, shit, he yeah. he played well. He knows what he's doing. He's he's got he's got an amazing shot. So it's it was it was it was, it was actually a really sick team out in Vegas playing. You know, and and oh, man, X Factor. Let's you know that team. That that team is a grinding fucking team. Like. They came and they've just been nipping yeah. at the heels for years, and now they have that chance to be like yep. the number one team, right? Because they've always been being beaten by Impact, which for the past how what is it five six years they were the number one team, up until recently I would say they yeah. just got dethroned by the Russian Legion, but now like now yeah. it's an open yep. it's open like yeah. it's anybody's anybody's game at this point, yeah. So. And it's and that's yeah we we definitely threw a, threw a wrench in it but yeah I think yeah I mean I'm interested to see how everyone comes out of quarantine and how teams come out of quarantine because like like we talked about some teams have gotten to continue practicing and as a full squad yeah and then some not so much depending on depending on where you are and the 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 ease of access to to paintball but. Yeah, I'm interested to see what it looks like when we get back out there. It's interesting you say that because we actually talked to Jeff Stein uh, last week, and he sort of said something similar where it's kind of hard to get his players to actually practice because what are you practicing for? Yeah. You're just playing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have all these guys like yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And like you have all, all these. We're all guys. hoping for World Cup. Exactly. But yeah, what capacity is is World Cup going to actually be? And then if it happens, and, and, then, and then when like when they say World Cup's not going to happen, then like how much are people going to really practice 
for for Vegas. You yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever the first event is next season. If there is a first event next season. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's like. I mean, by then, I I would hope we figure something out yeah. and we get we get back to. I mean, it, it's not going to be normal. I don't think by any means, but I think we could take examples of of what other sports are doing and, you know, tweak it to to our sport and and figure something out to get to get our sport back up and going. Like obviously, there you know we can do something. There was the the, the tournament um, in Kentucky this this past weekend yeah. that we talked about. So there's there's definitely paintball that can be played. Um, obviously I, I think it's, there's guidelines and, and different things that are going to have to be followed and, and probably a little bit more strict than they, they have been. Um, but I, I, I could see world cup happening. I, I hope it does for, for paintball sake and for, for all of my fellow painters. But if, if not, I, I think we're playing next season for sure. I don't, I don't see it yeah. hopefully lasting that long. Knock on. Knock, knock on, on wood, wood. but yeah, even, even if cup doesn't happen, we're, we're playing next season for sure, but I hope cup happens. So, Fingers crossed. So, so I know that you're probably, I don't know a little bit too much about you. I don't know if you're a conspiracy theorist or not, but if they come out with a vaccine within the next two to three months and it says everything's cured, are you going to take it? No, I'm not. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So what if that actually means you can play faster or sooner? Like everything gets rolling faster if everybody just does this. Why are you going to put up on that? <laughs> Why are you got to do that? It's questionable. <laughs> well, you know what came to my mind when you were saying that? Remember the smart parts tournament? That million dollar tournament or whatever, where yeah. it was just like those teams in that like yeah. the little. Let's do that, dude. That's what we can do. It's just yeah, those teams I right there. The smart Naughty Dogs play. Yeah, the and they won played. it, and the Naughty Dogs didn't even get paid because yeah. the Strange. Dynasty was supposed to win it. Oh shit! Damn. A little conspiracy theory and paintball for you right there. they see so that that that's there you go that's questionable i was just that's just a question that's been on my mind for a a bunch of people that are going back into this is like some people are so anxious to be doing things well what if they do come up with something are you that anxious hmm that is a good question i mean i yeah it's like Corey hall you need you get a letter from Die Industries, Corey Hall. You must take this co- this COVID vaccine to stay on Ironman. What will you do? I'm under contract to play paintball. So paintball. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. Good answer. All right. So here's another here's an, here's another question. So I know for the longest time you've been wanting to play for the Shield, right? That's no question. Um. Here is what's under question, Mr. Corey Hall. Were there other pro teams that reached out to you that wanted you to play for them and you turned them down because you wanted to play for the Shield? Interesting. Don't you lie, dude. Don't you lie. Uh, no. I mean, I, I when I first uh, got on Ironman, uh, I got a couple, couple offers after I had already verbally agreed to Ironman. Um, from a from a few teams, um, but I had already been talking to Todd for a little bit. Yeah. Agreed then, um, but I, no, I mean I have I haven't talked to anybody since. 
See, that's awesome. I mean, it's technically season's not even over. That's awesome, dude, because, you know, <laughs> Todd, he hopefully gave... Hopefully we're still playing paintball. Hopefully, uh, I, hopefully we're still playing another another event this season with a shield I'm, on my chest. I really am hoping. Wait. Oh, no. Don't say that. What happens after this year? Your contract's after, after this year, right? Or is it next year? Uh, I mean, I yeah, technically. It's two-year contracts? I, is that true? I have no idea what's going to happen. I just want to play another event this season. What? They're gonna keep you. I feel like. Would you? Would you ask? Um, like that when you play for the Ironman, you only get two year contracts, right, at a time. Or is it longer? The, yeah, I mean, that's that's their their kind of standard. I think that's that's known. Um, yeah. But obviously, each player is able to kind of talk to them and, and negotiate and that's good. Make their own deal. So I don't know what everybody else's is. See, this and that's kind of crazy. A uh, crazy. Crazy, uh, you're so crazy. <laughs> but like, uh, what's funny about that is like they're one of the well, they're one of the top organizations. But like, there's not a lot of teams that are on the pro level that make you sign a contract like at that like extent, right? Where you have to uh, dedicate two years, and then not only are you dedicating two years, but there's a lot that goes with that contract and playing with the Ironman, as far as like physical upkeep mm-hmm. and like. Just like you know, promotional needs and all this other stuff that you got to do. Um, for instance, if you were to play with New York Extreme, you know what I mean. I'm sure their requirements aren't as much as if you were going to play for the Ironman. Which you know, <laughs> I don't know. Have you met them? I love those guys. I love their those guys. Might, might, they, they they might have some different requirements, but they might be some hefty requirements well, too. And know. it is. They go out there and they re, they re, you know you go out you, there and you, you gotta, grind. You're required to wear leopard print underwear to every practice. Yeah. You're required to have an accent. And you gotta lose to Revo every fucking tournament. That must suck, dude. You're like. you're, you're required <laughs> to wear Tim's. Tim's, you gotta talk like this every fucking time you get the chance. Every time, boy. Then you gotta chep, <laughs> just chep, chep, chep. Tell it like it. Teep, teep, teep. And, 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 a, and another requirement for NYX, you gotta give Hennessy shit for not playing Snake again. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I gotta give Paul Kraft Jr. You know, all right. Here's the thing, though, is all those guys came out to the Ironman tryout, and those are the guys Todd told me to give him a bad day. And I just looked at Corey. I was like, all right, we're going to give these motherfuckers a bad day, dude. And, like, we sent a few of those guys home crying. I'm not going to name who was crying. But some people were crying because they (laughs) weren't playing as good as they were expecting to play. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing, though. And then, like, we ended up playing against Mutiny, too, which was a lot of fun. That's when Mutiny, like, it was, like, the first practice getting back together. Okay, that's when the hype was up and stuff. And that was insane, dude. Remember that? The Mutiny guys just screaming at each other? Fucking just, like, absurdly for no reason, like, screaming that's at normal. each other. That's normal. That's yeah. normal with those guys. But I love it, man. I love practicing them. It's, they, they got the, the, their their team that plays with a lot of emotion. And, it, uh, and, it, and they... they they ride on it and they they let it out. But I love it, man. Yeah. They they get. I mean, we play we play them every event. We practice them every event because They're for one, you don't so always crazy. know what you're gonna get from them. They're yeah. always just gonna keep throwing it at you and throwing it at you and keep throwing punches. And you're gonna have a good practice. You're probably gonna yell at each other and 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 say some words here back and forth. But at the end of the day, everybody's always super chill. We hang out at the end and, yep. and have a beer and. That's was, the end of it. So that's exactly what they, 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 they've kind of gotten that that reputation of being that hard 
best team, and and they are on the field. But you talk to them off the field, and that's kind of how paintball should be, right? They're great fucking dudes. And they, they they definitely promote that that violence, yeah, sticker and everything like that. And I don't know about going that far, but I definitely like that that style of paintball, right? That that to me is how it, it you need to used do to it. be and how it should be. You get on the field and. Yeah. If the if the dude in front of you isn't on your team, you need to put him to the ground, and and he's probably going to do the same to you. But when you get off the field, you're cool. All paintballers, we're all trying to have fun and do the same thing, and we're all part of the same community, same family. Yep. So did you? All right. So here's another question that I got, I and mean, this is probably one of my last questions until on hell. Like he, I'm sure he has a bunch of questions for you, but like, do you remember playing against my team, the Filthy Fifth? When we practiced against you guys before your first pro event, do you remember that at all? Oh yeah, sorry, you cut out. Yeah, when you when you what what was the what was your team name? Filthy fifth, baby. Dirty, filthy fifth, dirty five, dirty five, dirty dirty five. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Dirty South. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> See, that's what's up. I always tell people, people remember playing against us because we're a fucking gritty-ass team, dude. Getting shit going. And, like, yeah, my yeah. guys, that's their most epic moment of paintball is playing against you and, like, Mike Urena and all those other guys. Like, because, dude, that was a... F- I'm telling you, man. Like, I, And, like, growing up, I remember the first time actually playing against Elevation on Vanguard Factory back in the day and, like, I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, I'm gonna get really? fucked up right now. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna go out there and give it my all. And sure enough, dude, I got fucked up every single time I played against you guys. But I would like <laughs> make it a point to shoot like one or two people. You know what yeah, I mean? Like get something. Out. <laughs> what you gonna do though? It's the only way to learn. Exactly. You know, and it's like, damn it. You know, like elevation again. All right, here yeah. we go. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's. And like I said, it's just been fun to watch you progress as a player because where you were at at that Ironman tryout to where you are now as a player is inspiring. It's inspiring and completely fucking night and day. You know what I mean? Like as a player, like (laughs) I appreciate that, man. You know what I mean? It's no, it's not an insult to who you were, but like it's it's like it says a testament to what you said to when you got denied. Like you're right. I need to be better. You know what I mean? I got to be a lot better. I got to be more dedicated. And after that day, you became more dedicated. You started practicing three times a week. You started practicing during the week. You know what I mean? Wow. You, you like spent hours and hours at the field by yourself. Wow. Like you don't need nobody else. And that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Like and dude, like now that you know you're yeah. out there and you're you're putting in the work and like for people to say that you guys don't deserve that win kind of pisses me off because I know personally how much work each of you guys put in. You know what I mean? To like make this happen and i know that todd he's one of the best play call players in the freaking sport like straight up like if you listen to todd's plan you're gonna win you know what i mean because he knows the breakouts i've never seen somebody so smart and able to break down a a freaking game plan like todd can you know what i mean and it's like yeah I mean, he's 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 been around it for so long and done it at such a high level and been coaching at such a high level that it's like just a wealth of knowledge that he like he loves basketball he loves other sports so he, mm-hmm. he brings a lot of other sports analogies into his his game plans and 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 kind of teaching us and pushing us to be better and i think just all of that adds up and 
I mean, you can you can kind of tell the the difference going into this event, just the feeling of it. In la last season, there was a lot of kind of pushback and and disagreement in regards to the game plan. I think the this this event and coming into this season, I think there was never a, a disagreement. Yep. There there was more so conversation back and forth. But there was multiple times last season where we would get done with the meeting and it was just like, uh, we are not on the same page. Exactly. And, um, all right, we're going to see what happens tomorrow. And this this event, these practices, it, it was not like that. We were on yep. the same page. If we wanted to try something, we tried. If it didn't work, we talked about it. And it was just constantly from, from the start of practice to the, the, you know, the last point of the tournament. There was just always this this nice little conversation going of of what was happening, what wasn't happening, what different people needed, or what we saw, and and it just kind of kept kept developing, and our, our game plan got better and better. I think. And the, and that's what's awesome to watch. You know what I mean? It's like people believing in their coach and believing in the system, like you said. And when you believe in the system and you you don't doubt, like things come together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. And yeah. you'd be amazed how like quick things together, you I know. Mean, and that that's why I think like having Nick Sloviak and like having A Rod, um, and like somebody like AJ LJ Parrish, who's like not he's a great player, but never had that opportunity to be a great player. You know what I mean? Like that's what's good about bringing in like these sort of like well, Nick Sloviak's been around for the game for a while, but him and Todd see eye to eye a lot. You know what I mean? So like, and then A Rod, he just goes out there and right, right and but. You got to think about it this way, and somebody, somebody made a really good point of it. Every single person on our team going into this event or going into the season had a chip on their shoulder, yep. for yep. one for one reason or another, right? Yep. So Nick's Nick's big thing is Nick is an amazing player, right? He's 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 consistent. Every time he he's goes great. in, he shoots bodies. He communicates. He's alive. But if you look back, he he didn't get that much playing time, and just that you know there's other people on the team that got more playing time and. And he he came to our team this season, and he, he I mean, he got the playing time he deserved, and, and mm -hmm. it showed, and he executed, man. I mean, he, he had a great event, and and to, to kind of watch it unfold and to be a part of it and to be on his team, what happened, it was, it was great. And then you look at A-Rod. A-Rod kind of got some shit because of, you know, his, his off season, you know, where he was going, what team he was going to, whatever the case was, or, you know, what whatever kind of drama there was, but... You know, for him, it, it, he came. He came to a team of a, a bunch of younger, hungry guys, and him and I had some conversations before. You know, we came to the team, and he he asked me honestly, you know, like what's the vibe? You know, what what's everybody's level of commitment? How does everybody feel? And I said, everybody here wants it. You know, every everybody here is practicing during the week. We're working out during the week. We're we're drilling. We're we're talking to each other, and you know, when we get out to practice. We're on top of it. If, if we're going to be there, we're playing. We're going to get there first, and we're going to be the last ones to leave. And at the end of all of our points, when people are done, we're going to drill. We're, we're going to do some things that we either want to solidify um, or you know, or we want to work on. And it, it showed. I mean, going into Vegas, we were always the first ones there, and we were the last ones to leave. Um, and the big <laughs> thing that we practiced on was that break shot. And I think we shot more people off the break than anybody the yep. entire event. And then we just played a lot, and it, it was just situational stuff. And I think we got to play so much and so much, so many different types of paintball because we played the Russians, we played Mutiny. Um, you know, we played three or four different teams. We played Aftermath, I think, too. And it just gave us a lot of different looks. And then, you know, I, I, I don't think practicing the Russians beforehand hurt us. 
going into that match because we knew what they were kind of doing in practice that was effective, and we noticed that they were doing that in the tournament. They 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 started to do that during the event as well, and going to it, we were lucky enough that that first point went our way. A Rod made a a great play, and then we were able to build up. And that cushion is what saved us because you kind of see them figure out our game plan of what we're doing and start picking us apart. Yeah. But we made a good enough cushion, and, and we created a good enough cushion there that we, you they know, we got lucky enough yeah. and we were able to kind of hold it out until the time was out. But it kind of all all came full circle there. Heck yeah, man! Uh, so uh, with closing notes, uh, what? are you expecting here coming up in the near future? Like what's, what's Corey looking forward to? What's, what's going to happen here now? Man, I paintball at this point, I hope in some way, shape or form, as long, as long as there's paintball going on, I'll, I'll, the, the, you know, the, the European series gets going. I want to get out there for those. Yes, sir. There's the Australian series, the Asia series. I don't know what's going on with those, but I'd like to get out of them at some point. I got the Mexico series going on. Those are always fun getting out to the MXLs, Arturo's league and playing with the Mexico city Titans. Yeah. So uh, for me, I just hope paintball comes back. I, I hope it, I hope true tournament paintball comes back. Um, I know there's some regionals and, and different stuff like that. I think I'm guesting for a, a WCPPL tournament. Um, the next one coming up, hopefully, we'll, we'll see if it, if it happens and, and if I'm able to. But I, for me, I just hope paintball is, is here, man. Other than that, I'm playing golf. <laughs> hopefully getting better at golf so I can stop getting so frustrated. <laughs> Going but I doubt that will ever happen because it's golf. Dude, I don't. I I just I would never be able to play golf. <laughs> it's that practice and dedication, <laughs> and getting better at it. No, thank you. <laughs> All, All right. you gotta do is bring a twelve pack out and drive the golf cart. Yeah, golden, and you'll have fun, right? That's not a good. That's not a bad idea. Um, Corey. With that being said, uh, where would you like any of my fans or anybody on my uh anybody that's listening right now, where would they like to find you? Anything you want to promote, anything you want to throw out there, any shout outs or anything like that before we let you go? Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll start it off just giving a huge shout out to die obviously as our main sponsor, um, on Ironman. Um, so a big shout out to them. Always taking care of us. Shout out to die, uh, GI for giving us paint. Shout out to weapons, Todd soft goods company. Uh, shout out to new balance, uh, giving us cleats. I got trainers. I got slides taking care of me during the pandemic i also got golf <laughs> shoes on top of it um and then transfuse which has been amazing with how hot it's being in california and going golfing all the time been drinking a lot of transfuse so if you guys check that out uh you can use code c hall 33 at checkout for a 10 percent discount uh and if you want to follow me or hit me up for any clinics or drill sessions or any questions in general I'm always happy to help out. My Instagram is at Hall of Cray. It's H-A-L-L-O-F-C-R-E-Y. Heck yeah, man. So we're going to have you out here in Albuquerque soon enough for you to have a... Uh, what is that? What are those things called that you just called? Those things? Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, a clinic, dude. Come on, man. No, that'd be great to have a Corey Hall clinic, honestly, out here in Albuquerque <laughs> and just have you come out here and... Enjoy some authentic I'm New down. Mexican Let food. Me know, man. Yeah, get you we'll get live. Me out there. Live in the studio, man. You know, That'd we actually. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Get you here live, have an actual interview with Mr. Muse Me TV. You It'll know be what fun, I mean? man. Like, It'll be cool. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like I had Nick Sloviak actually out here not a, a couple years ago, and hopefully we're going to have him. He, he'll probably be the last person we have on the show 
while we're doing like you know like a webcam interview um but he was out here a couple yeah. years ago and he really enjoyed himself it'd be cool to have both of you guys come out here together you know what i mean and i don't yeah, know if you know this or awesome. not but todd be martinez yeah i don't know if you know this or not but todd martinez actually um his family is from new mexico and like he has, yeah, he has. Really, a, I have family in New Mexico. There you what? go. Everything just what? comes together. Everything just comes together now, dude. They're probably right down the street. <laughs> they, we're probably friends. We Hello. are probably friends. How's it going the halls? <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's great talking to you, my brother. Honestly, is I'll see you soon, hopefully. Yeah, you too, man. And thank, congratulations thank you on your win again. It. Hell yeah, time. appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming Thanks, on, man. guys. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Peace. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, sir. Peace. There you go. That was Corey Hall, everybody. Corey Hall. He was a nice guy. He's pretty interesting. Great dude. Super chill. Dude, he's our age. It's crazy. Nice. I mean, that's the thing about paintball, too, is like you have people who are like 30, 35, 36, 37, like even up to 40, you know what I mean? But like 35. 55. 55. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because, like, 33, 35 is usually where people hit their prime in paintball. Um, my my really good friend, Ryan Moorhead, um, he's um, actually about 35, 36 years old, and he's one of the top players in the world. You okay. know what I mean? And that's actually about the age, you know, where you kind of hit your best, you know. And, like, the guys on Dynasty, they're almost pushing 40. I hate to say it, guys. I'm sorry. I love you, Oshrow. I love you, Ryan Greenspan, but you guys are almost 40 years old. You know what I mean? And it's, But it's amazing because if you see them play, like it's like, whoa, you know? And that's what's great about paintball. It's like I keep saying, like, in the NFL, you won't be able to have people 35, 40 years old competing. Brain injuries, massive fucking, oh, I just broke my ACL three times. But, like, you know, what makes it that great equalizer is that paintball marker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's awesome. It's like, you know, you're out there in the Wild West gunfighting. Right. So, what, who can pull off the gunshots first? Who's uh, who's on right now? Anybody want to comment? See, well, actually, we should have asked them to comment and ask them some questions, huh? Uh, there were a few people that were talking. Uh, Food Stamp said, What's up, Muse? Uh, cheers. All stay safe. Bring on the NFL, hopefully. That was from 82 Airborne. Uh, Johnny alcoholic said comedy shows are dope as fuck and yes sir we have the best pizzas in new york oh and also jay wims was just saying pokemon question mark so we had a little bit of chat we saw the peak was at like nine it's a bunch of people on uh, we got five viewers on right now you guys are awesome thank you guys for listening uh appreciate you guys all coming on Dennis, if you have any shout-outs or anything, you want to give those out right now? Yeah, uh, man, MK Ultra. Yeah. We're finally getting our Filthy Fit team back together, so watch out for that filthy Aren't you doing a tournament this weekend or something? Um, our tournament is at the end of the month. Just so you can promote it? It's I can't. I mean, like as a teacher. See, that's the thing is. So I don't know if we're going to start teaching September 8th or not. In the uh, end class, yeah, okay. And if I, I have go that out of town, they gotta can't go. But yeah, because I have that problem too with my work. They yeah, say if I leave the state, I have to quarantine for fourteen, 14 days. days. Yeah. So there's this tournament in Denver I may or may not go to. Okay, you know what I mean. I see what you're saying at the end of the month. I'm pretty sure they canceled it already. It just got canceled. <laughs> the, the tournament just got canceled. So unfortunately, <laughs> we'll, you'll be staying here that weekend. Um, 
but yeah, he uh, check him out. Uh, MK Ultra. He also does designs and stuff like that. Dennis, guys, make sure to check him out. He's badass. You know, and check out On Hell. He's like I, I keep saying it, one of the greatest guitarists I've ever met in my life. I have 128 episodes. They know a lot about me. I, I, and they've watched you play guitar a lot on here. So you guys are awesome. Thank Our you guys next for stream, saying. dude. Let's do a musical stream, dude. We'll probably get something going. We'll Let's probably do a musical stream. Maybe we can practice a song. We'll fucking work on shattering or something. Maybe yeah. just do that or something. Shattering, throwing some old KTB originals. Something. You know what I mean? We'll get some trivium. Going. Trivium, we love Trivium. That is called Shattering the Skies, dude. I mean, oh, well, yeah, well, I mean, god damn. You guys are it. awesome, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys later. I'm a retard. Yeah!